0: As the sun goes down over Pearl's Inlet, South Carolina, friends gather to discuss the coming darkness. Grab a drink, have a seat, and make yourself comfortable. Welcome to the Sunset Grill.
1: Carbonated water. Oh, like a flavor added to it. Watch this video the other day on how to make carbonated water with dry ice. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Cool.
0: Does it work? I, I had no clue. I, I, it makes I, sense. It's CO two, and see,
1: yeah, exactly. Well, see, I get stuck in that. I'm sure you do too. Like uh, now that Facebook does the suggested video thing for mm-hmm. like, uh, if they they pretty much give you videos to watch according to what you've already watched, and I get stuck on like DIY shit. I've mm-hmm. been building bookshelf since last time you were here. Book bookshelf bookshelf. Oh yeah, and you're like, oh well, I should be done, but man, that is pretty
0: cool how they organize this thing, and then you're mm-hmm. just gonna keep watching it anyway. I know that I get a kick out it's of off. videos like organizational videos, but I just like I feel complete having watched someone else clean up their life. Like I don't actually need to do it myself.
1: Like, yeah, I feel satisfied. <laughs> just like good job, guy. Your life's better. I don't want to just yeah, sit, exactly sitting in filth. <laughs> you're like, I keep watching these Elon <laughs> Musk videos on how he did it, and I'm like, good for you, buddy. Uh, while I'm sleeping till four it's like if there's just a pile of dvds all over my
0: floor and i'm like there's got to be a solution for that and you go look it up and you're like okay there is i can rest easy now
1: yeah, i know it can be <laughs> fixed
0: i don't really need to do that <laughs> um all right well what else so we were saying earlier but we forgot we we're on mute but the uh, to podcast listeners um this is recent podcast but the other podcast has been up in the air which is the only timestamp that you know that that podcast is older is you saying the country music festival. Yeah, uh, Exactly. Yeah. the only I was going to
1: make that. Yeah. Yeah. So make that's that the only reference. way
0: people would know that it wasn't live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Close to live, but this one's going to be closer to live now that we're a, a well-oiled machine. Unfortunately, we don't have Blair here. So this will be a, not a whole episode. Uh, we like to have a third party, but we just want to keep moving anyway. So we're going to keep moving. She has to work tonight. Uh, she's not ducking out. She actually has responsibilities. She's been sick all this week. Um, Scurvy. She's doing better, and she's serving you drinks now at Bubba's Love Shack. But we're here at the Sunset Grill. We can see Bubba's Love Shack from here, the Sunset Grill.
1: Yeah, look at Bubba. There he is. <laughs> He's
0: busy. It's a Friday night. And uh, and anyway, okay. So what else is what's going on in your world, Kelsey? What's happening?
1: Uh, not a whole lot, man. Uh, we uh, actually um, have some new equipment here that we are using, which we'll be getting pictures of. To post along with this shit, um, I sliced the end of my finger off uh, chopping bacon the other day. This uh, is two days after uh, super glue and peroxide. Uh,
0: super glue—that's why it looks semi-normal.
1: Yeah, super glue and peroxide uh, doesn't look like a pork chop anymore. Um, so yeah, I missed uh, two gigs because of that. Um, other news. Cornbread finally has a single on iTunes. What? Uh, Yeah. Get Lost for a While. Nice. Original tune by Cornbread, first on iTunes, and it's available for download now. Also on Spotify and Pandora and The the Works. And also, episode one, pilot podcast of
0: The Sunset Grill. Also on iTunes. Two iTunes, Kelsey Operations, and one short period.
1: Well, I cannot take credit for uh, for this particular good news. This is actually all the work of Smitty. Way to go, Smitty. Jared Smitty Smith, who also confirmed today to be a guest. Nice. I wonder what his topic's going to be. I told him to be prepared to just think of one. I told him he it's could nice either cool. let us know what it would be, or like we did last time, just kind of bring it to the table, surprise to everybody. Right. Which I, I thought was pretty cool.
0: It's pretty cool, and you know, and then like, well, yours is better than mine, because no one had any point of reference on what the hell I was talking about, except for Blair did have an eye story, but yours is better than mine, because we all have some sort of knowledge of the thing, you know? Of, yeah, yeah. I keep wanting to say Bill Cosby's dad, I don't know yeah. why I keep doing that so bad. I <laughs> like, uh, Bill Cosby's just down my mind a lot, and so I'm like, ah, we talked about Bill Cosby's dad, it's not even close.
1: And what were you putting back in the refrigerator when you left your house?
0: Pudding. Oh, Oh,
1: my man. God. Pudding gate. Oh, no. Not no. a pudding gate. What was in the pudding, Bill? What would you put in the pudding, Bill? The proof... Is the proof there?
0: The proofies. <laughs> 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 the proof is in the pudding. The proof is <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was easy. That was easy, folks. See? Rolling already here on the Sunset girl. Yeah, oh,
1: we're doing well.
0: So, uh... Cool. Well, then we're up and rolling. Welcome back to Sunset Girls to you, the listener. Um, sorry. This is a lot of nonsense. And, um... Would well, you have? Would you do? You have a topic or anything you'd like to talk about?
1: Um, I was,
0: or a mutual thing we could discuss. I, or... Maybe
1: the thing that I texted you about this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, we we're from for those of you who are not in the area uh, that we have personally told to listen this. If you stumble upon this by mere happenstance, we are in the uh, what would you call this? The coastal. The... What we, South Carolina The PD. Are we the PD? We're uh, we're the Waccamaw no. area, the Low Country. The low, yeah, probably we're the Low Country area. Not quite Charleston, but in our area, we're in the Waccamaw Watchesaw area of South Carolina, South of Myrtle Beach. Yes, Watchesaw, which is where we are, actually directly translates to place of great sorrow, due to a huge uh, massacre of the Watchesaw Indians. And a shitload of Indian burial grounds that I'm sure we've built Bubba's love shack on top of, <laughs> and Uncle Tito's, and you can still smell them. Yeah, the uh, away down
0: there. Not funny, folks. I have a lot of uh, respect for the, all the Indians that those guys killed. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't do it. I, not, I wasn't there, and I not none of my family had any Indians or moved any Indians. I, I don't know. Give them get back to the Indians.
1: You know what? I, I I'm I'm. Uh,
0: I donated this standing very, rock. Stop! Get off my back, Kelsey.
1: <laughs> I think it's see. I think it's uh. Ninety percent of the people here in this part of the country are are gonna be some sort of descendant of some kind of Native American. I mean, I think everybody has a quarter Cherokee in them here. Yeah. I know I do. I anyway. Do. There are just a lot of a lot of strange things. If you you look up the most haunted haunted uh, places in in the world. I'm pretty sure our area, the Paula's Island, Merle's Inlet area, is on that list. Am I right about it's that? It's got to be. It's, it's a lot of paranormal, a lot of creepy things that happen.
0: There are there are books and books and books, including one that I'm writing right now about ghosts and paranormal in this in this area. Uh, look out for that in the future, kids. It's going to take me forever. I'm learning formatting right now. With books is very annoying. But anyway, Bloody Gary. Um, yeah, Bloody Gary is the name of the book, and it's about some local legend. It's like, the area is so steeped in local legends and ghosts that now I'm riding on the shoulders of giants and writing stories like that. Just take it for granted that those ghosts exist and just discussing other, that's how, that's how much everyone knows everything here is haunted basically.
1: Oh yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it's, that's why I felt the need to specify the people who don't live here. Cause everybody here really does. It's just a lot of creepy things happen here. And I, I feel like, you know, we got poltergeist shit going on. We're going to start making swimming pools and, the graves are going to start floating up towards us. Because they're going to come not, get us. Yeah, they found
0: their Indian think, relics and stuff in the in the areas around Merle's Inlet because Merle's Inlet itself had been people had been living there forever. I mean, it's a perfectly situated ocean property. Even if you were Native Americans way back in the day, if you stumbled across it, you'd be like, "Oh, this is great.
1: I'm going to stay You're here. Protected. A
0: while. It's full of food." Yeah. <clears throat> so they were all there, and then um, then they threw up plantations all around. The inlet, and those all got wiped out, including Brook Green, for instance. Brook Green is uh, one of them, but there was a bunch of plantations, Um, and then they all got wiped out, and all of the slaves in the plantations would get killed, and then uh, so that just kept happening. And then there was one hurricane in particular, which is the Flag Hurricane. They call it as a nickname. uh, It was the one. Yeah, it it, it was the one where. Alice Flagg's whole family got wiped out and killed basically. Except for one guy who like hung onto a tree. And when they found him, they had to like pry open, pry it off. His his fingers like stuck to the tree because he gripped it so tightly. And it was the hurricane where they say the the Waccamaw River, I believe it's the Waccamaw River, met the ocean. That like everything was just flooded out. That's ridiculous. Completely flooded out. And everybody. If you guys
1: aren't familiar with the area, that's very. That's a lot of water for that to be possible. Huge
0: amount of water. And it wiped out a bunch of plantations to the point where people just stopped rebuilding the
1: plantations. Um, so the universe were, the universe was back in the slaves. Yeah, exactly. We're going to set you free. Yeah. We got your back. Well, like the towel. You're going to have to crack a few eggs,
0: apparently. Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's quite a lot of them died, too. But whatever. Speaking of, if you go to Brookgreen, there's this great list. I don't mean to be indelicate. It's this, by the this way. Sunset Grill. Um but there's uh there's a, a there's a post a sign that has all of the names of the former slaves that used to work at Berkeley and it's really interesting their names because there's like Hercules little Nippy, big Nippy um, uh just I don't know like Nico it's so know, well, you cool. hear all
1: the stories about that and I mean drum yeah. island was was where they auctioned off the slaves after they got here first, and that's right south of Charleston. Hmm. And a lot of people don't know that, is that um, when when the when the slaves were coming here from whatever islands they the, they had stopped off on, uh, Drum Island was where they went next. And so a lot of the slave population came from just south of where we are. And I just feel like that's a lot of bad karma. A lot of bad mojo in this region. A lot of bad mojo in this region. A lot of bad karma for the things that people have done. Uh, that's why the Sunset Grill...
0: Is, is. going is to rectify all of it. If, if, we're going to try. It up. We're going to try to
1: clean this up uh, spiritually, uh, paranormally around here. It
0: is nuts, though. If you look it up, Alice Flag, uh, F L A G G. Maybe we can cover that in, a, in an episode. It's, yeah,
1: we should definitely do that.
0: I feel like we've heard it so many times that it's so boring to us. But maybe if we could, it's not boring to us. But I mean, we just take it for granted. Uh, but it's a major ghost story in American folklore. Yeah, they do a.
1: They do a. <clears throat> uh, the Weather Channel that um. I saw it the other day. It was talking about Gray Man. Yeah, Gray Man is another um, <clears throat> one. Well, I think Gray Man was the uh, to warn Alice Flag. I think they were they were lovers, I believe, so to speak. I think that they're one. Is he connected? I have now, complete, now completely <clears throat> now. Like... Now this could be. Yeah, because I mean I'm not reading this right now, but I, I think that um, I think they were they were lovers. I think that was the thing.
0: Yeah, I mean I know that the uh... he was
1: trying to get to her to warn her. I we'll have to get into the stories. Alice Flag we'll, thing. Yeah, we'll we'll, 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 we'll cover that, that, folks. We'll yes.
0: ha- handle your Alice Flag. Yes. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's just an interesting thing. Um, but uh, we we discuss this a lot. Like, yeah, I'm working on Ghost Stories book, and yeah, this is Sunset Girl, We're supposed to be focusing on dark things. And when we look around, right around us, it's just nuts, the, the amount of uh, creepy shit that's around here. By the way, if there's any Wachisod Indians... Uh, yes. ...Native Americans uh, here, contact us. We'll talk to you about... What you know, because I want to know the history. It, <clears throat> it seems like everyone just they just wipe everyone out just to get rice planted, just to make money.
1: That that's bad karma. I mean, that's in, and whether you whether you believe in the the stuff or not, the love of money being the root of all evil is one million percent accurate. It really is. And just look at look at all the the negativity that's coming from us. All the the big things that are just. Ruining us and the world that make the most money is like the tobacco industry and the oil industry and
0: Monsanto.
1: Monsanto.
0: Monsanto.
1: <laughs> Coming down your chimney, folks. <laughs>
0: Go down your chimney with a sack. Yeah. GMOs. Well, anyway, all right. Fuck this town is basically the point. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> so also. What's strange about the same situation about all the bad juju that we've got going on around us. Can we talk about what the fuck is going on in our inlet? Yeah. we have a, Folks, we have a very, very uh, bright, sprightly little strip of land here that we call the Merle's Marsh Walk that is just home to all of us. And we are beginning to see some things change around us as far as safety goes. That, yeah, just should we is that the way to say that?
0: It was a place where people used to go with families to eat. But the yes. trick was getting people to drink so that everyone would have bands. But so the bands are only on until like midnight. I mean this isn't like a like a crazy rolling rock party type of place. It was yeah, a like Sunset
1: Strip. of sunset Grill. Sunset
0: grill folks. So uh it's kinda like unwind, come here with your family, send your kids back home with, you know, their cousin who's old enough to drive or whatever, and then the parents stay out, and get a little drunk, you know, you're home by twelve o'clock. No harm, no foul. And uh then there's these bars that popped up one of them being our Uncle Tito's, which is the uh, Kelsey's history there. I have a history there. Yes. Um, of it being like our refuge from the nonsense, <laughs> the bullshit that you find. It at. was the
1: locals bar that stayed the locals bar, even in our season.
0: Right. And so you could go there, and you know everyone that work, everyone that's going to be there, and it didn't the, the amount of people that even that's turned into, the amount of people that you see there now that you know, I remember it used to be about 20, now it seems like there's 200 every night I go there. Like mm-hmm. I, I know every single person in the place, except for a few. And it's these few that have... Come over from uh, the, uh, I'm just going to say Crooked Floor because I have no affiliation with these people. I don't think I know anybody there and I don't care if they know me. But I will say that they decided to, to just go ahead and be like the stay open, way late, crazy party bar, which didn't really exist. No, there wasn't anybody taking that helm uh, for a while. And so they Especially after
1: Beaver Bar started doing the remodeling, whatever, closed right. for a minute.
0: That's true too. So Beaver Bar <laughs> closed for a minute, sent their regulars down to Crooked. Um, Broadway remodeled and sent a lot of those...
1: Oh, I didn't think about that. A lot of
0: those kids are like, fuck Broadway, we want to go to the Inlet, and that's why you see an influx of so many more college students. Yep. Um, But now it's just, like, very young kids, a lot of fake IDs, and it's spread all over the Inlet now. Now, like, the the Inlet, including Bubba's, where I'm currently employed, is almost like a pregame for this endgame, which would probably end up being at Crooked Floor. And... Um, we're just seeing just an in, in influx of just violence, uh, uh, and I'm not putting this all on crooked floor. I'm just putting this on an overflow of people. It seems like there's too many people. The heat is getting to everybody, and this happens in the summertime too. I've noticed that the heat gets to people, and also people are working a lot of hours. So there's a lot of frustration. Yeah, um, you know, people are working the heat and they're frustrated, and then you go to Tito's and you, you can't even get a drink. And I gotta hand it to, to Tito's bartenders um, because you guys one t- for two reasons one you're putting up with a lot of shit from a lot of people it's a, it's literally yes the beginning of the I say this all the time Bub-Bubbs, but this is what it is at Tito's when I go in there is there's the beginning of the Muppet show where the, <laughs> the credits there's one shot where every Muppet is in it and there's like Gonzo swinging from a chandelier and there's just Muppets hanging oh, out of yeah, every yeah. balcony and everything that's how I feel when I walk into Tito's is it's just it's people who have already
1: gotten their fill across the street. They're and- all wasted,
0: and they're just screaming. Some are just running behind the bar randomly. People are just opening up like food in the back, just like they own it. And people just stop, you know, like everyone's yelling at "Stop doing oh, that! Yeah. Stop doing that!" It's a friendly kind of stop doing that. But man, it is a shit show. So the second part of why I want to give it to those bartenders is because they'll just walk away if it's like if there's a shitload of people trying to get drinks or whatever. They just walk away, casually walk out front and smoke a cigarette, like letting it all burn behind them as they just smoke a cigarette <laughs> at peak busyness, like, like Fight <laughs> Club. Yeah, like they just, just don't <laughs> exactly. Just the buildings falling, and they
1: just
0: <sighs> they just don't care, you know? Like, and I I love that. I think it's the, I think it's the only way to live if you have to do that.
1: Like, well, I mean, and that is the only bar in which that works. Yeah, and and, that, and I've told a Chief whenever he was first starting to work there, and I was pretty much training him. Yeah. I was like, man, this is, I'm going to tell you, you, if you do well here, you will, ne- There, this won't translate to any other place. Right. This is only good for Tito. Right. And There's no other th- job like yeah, that. Yeah, there's no other job like that. And man, they just, I don't know, it, it, they, they, they deal with overflow from people who have already drank their fill across the street and have to immediately deal with a, a more drunk crowd than normal. Yeah. Bartenders have to deal with it. It's, it's a lot that and then you does at the Shark Tank.
0: And you got your workers who are just getting off. It's one o'clock in the morning. The bar might close at two or it might have to close at two. And so they're just like, give me seven cups of rum. <laughs> <It's> just like, <laughs> it doesn't drink that fast because they got to get that show on the road. But then their buddy's sitting next to him and he's like, he's not, he's been off all day and drinking since noon. And he's like, well, you're going to give me a fucking shot? And then, like, they fucking, they, give, they end up giving that guy a shot because it's like, ah, oh, okay, repack, whatever. <laughs> the point is, <laughs> <laughs> point is, is that uh, it's just an odd, repack. It's, it's always been an odd beast, but now it just seems to be, uh, w- like, whipped into a frenzy by the fact that Crooked's getting so big, too. It's just a lot of people in that one little area. And, um, and it shows, like, if you go to Tito's tonight, even, and you look at the parking lot, there's going to be 40 people, like, kind of standing in a parking lot. Mm-hmm of a strip mall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it, it's weird. My girlfriend compared it to... She's from West Virginia, and she compared it to... They they, uh, they had a Kroger parking lot. Uh, I think they called it the K-Lot. Oh, and the high school hangout? It was just everyone would go in and buy a beer and then stand in the Kroger parking lot and drink.
1: Uh, that was that was a thing in Bennisville, too. <clears throat> that was That's a small town deal. That's what
0: Tito's reminds me of. Though.
1: Yeah, oh, very much <laughs> so. That's why like... I, I think I, I like it here uh, At more so than anywhere else. It's just my... Yeah. I'm a small town person. I grew up in Bennettville, which we addressed last time. Me and Blair, mm-hmm. both, um, and, and this 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 uh, compares to that.
0: You mean Tito's particularly, or the, the inlet? inlet area? Yeah, it, it's I agree. The inlet town. is a very small town, and uh, and it's hard. To, it's such an odd thing living in a tourist town because you. Oh, I will say the other thing. The reason why, and I'll finish that thought. The reason why there's such an influx as well is because they put up those signs. Um, on the highway now that direct you to and the Marsh Marshwalk as soon as you like get into the state, like they're the signs that used to oh, say really? like yeah like if you it's the big real highway signs it says Brook Green Gardens Merlesland uh, Marshwalk yeah, yeah,
1: off of 544
0: off of everywhere yeah. I mean just at North Carolina line and like wherever when you start seeing it's I don't know if it's not right at the North Carolina line but once you start getting even to like Cherry Grove and stuff like that they'll be like keep going this way this you know and it's like yeah. now all of a sudden everyone's like what is that where it used to be. And even when I lived here, I hardly ever went to the inlet if I didn't live right next to it. You know what I mean? Like, if you didn't live right next to it, you generally wouldn't be like, I'm going to the inlet every night. But now everyone goes to the inlet every night. Everyone who works in the inlet is in the inlet every night. All the old people who used to be in the inlet are in the inlet. And now this new influx of kids and tourists and everything. it's just chaos so
1: it's like hydroelectricity and all that pressure has to go somewhere
0: yeah wow well, i don't I'll have to look up hydroelectricity but
1: like the 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 turbine keeps spinning right and there's nowhere for that pressure that energy to okay, go I'll and it just that. explodes i think should we tap into what started this conversation or should we not what did start this conversation
0: oh yeah okay so i'll say this the other night i was there and it was late, and I won't bring up the Tyler situation, that's on him, but um, but I was there anyway. There was the sound of a gunshot, and all of a sudden people were, and this was, this was, I was sitting on the porch pretty much alone at Tito's at this point. People had kind of shuffled away. Um, but there was a lot of people had gone around the corner for whatever reason, and then, then some people, I noticed some people were milling out to the parking lot of, of Crooked Floor, from what I could see, but between Crooked Floor and Tito's in, on that road, um,
1: these, these two bars divided by a road divided just, by a road
0: a... there was the sound of a gunshot and that's highly contested some people say it was not a gunshot it was a firework but I saw people immediately running panicking which they might if it was a firework as well and again I could not see this incident but it certainly sounded like a gunshot and then the next thing I know there was a a woman out in the parking lot standing there like yelling at this guy but like upset and then he just reached back and cold-cocked her. Just fucking cold-cocked this woman in the parking lot. And just like, stop talking shit, bitch. And whatever World else. Star. I was walking, I actually had it recorded because I was walking back to the car with Tyler and this completely other guy. Me and Tyler said, man, that was fucked up. That woman just got punched in the face. And the guy goes, that's not fucked up. She was running her fucking mouth. She said someone got shot. We don't need that kind of hassle around here. So no one needs to be saying that shit. And so she deserved what she fucking got blah, 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 and I was like, oh, okay, so...
1: People like that still exist, folks.
0: So you've... We heard a gunshot. She complained that a gun shot off, or maybe she said someone got shot, whatever she said, but they punched her in the mouth to silence her about it in view of everybody, and nobody does anything. Everyone just goes, stop, stop. Everyone just, stop. I mean, I'm not... I mean, they broke it up. The people that we know broke it up, but there is nobody...
1: There's no justice for that? There's no
0: justice for that. And also, like, some people listening to this might say, well, like, that guy should have gotten his ass beat for hitting that woman or whatever. But what I'm saying is there's so much chaos. I mean, that, all that, everything that we just described, the gunshot, the woman, everything, people running, scramming, screaming, the this, the amount of chaos, that was at basically precisely 2 in the morning on Saturday, um, and the amount of drunk people whatever, it's just, like, as if you're asking, like, babies to, like, put together ikea furniture like all of a sudden like solve this complex problem but you're like basically that's what it is with those people and like, they give them wasted. one toy and five guns <laughs> yeah and everyone's <laughs> wasted and they're trying to solve street justice and how does this work and who's my friend and who's not my friend and and the people from Crooked Pour out, but they won't go past the threshold of Crooked Floor Parking Lot. And the people from Tito's Pour out, but they're standing there. Everyone's looking at each other like it's this, definitely like, uh, like a war's about to brew. You know, like that's how it felt. It felt like the Jets, the Sharks.
1: Definitely, you're here, you're here, yeah.
0: And I didn't know those people at Crooked Floor Parking Lot. I'd been in the inlet all this time. I didn't know who those people were. I knew who our people were at the Tito's side. Yes. But I'm just going like, uh oh. Like you can kind of see, you know, where the where the lines are drawn, and it is that street. But eventually, uh it you know they i think the wrong people f- i think there's going to be a rumble uh, i th- i know there's been a couple already but i think there's going to be a rumble down there
1: oh it, it, well from what and i heard of from uh to go back to the the gun story mm-hmm. uh, i heard um from a pretty reliable source that a group of white people were being very racist towards one black gentleman mm-hmm. and he was literally backing up from a group of White people who are just screaming terrible racist things at this guy, and he's backing up with a gun in his hand that goes off into the ground. Huh. At which point he then sprints away and right. everybody disperses. But that and that, that was somebody okay. who uh, claims to have seen that this. makes and sense. But and I trust this person who says that. I would
0: guess that the uh, the guy who. Uh, cold the woman in the parking lot might have been amongst that crew who was mm. intimidating that gentleman because he seemed like just a piece of shit and if he listens to this my name is uh my name is Tyler Israel and I live uh off of uh, 17 come find me <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm not scared um uh, but anyway yeah I don't know it's it's uh, it's, it's an upcoming uh it, a lot of stuff I mean, the cops were there, right? This is what's crazy, too, is the cops were there. You can see there's a bunch of wasted people in a parking lot, um, two parking lots, next to each other at 2 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. So what did the cops think of immediately? Before, this is before this interaction took place. The cops said to themselves, why don't we set up a roadblock down the street? And that's what they did. So they left. So they would have seen all of this. The cops would have seen all this because, you know, how they usually park yeah. right over there. They would have seen all this, but they went to go set up a roadblock. So then everyone at Tito's is like, roadblock, roadblock, roadblock everyone knows where to go, they don't pass this roadblock and meanwhile we're, all these people are left completely unpoliced, but also if I was a cop, I mean this is getting and that's another thing too is, that we should say is that we don't know we don't have that kind of a, a thing in the inlet prior till now like I don't remember shots being fired in the inlet
1: ever, I don't think that that has ever been the case right,
0: well so if any of that's interesting about our dissection of what's happening in the inlet then I'm glad you listened if not uh, Japanese serial killer stuff coming up soon as well as more shenanigans but right now I'm going to take a quick break either to smoke or to poop I'm not sure yet which one will hit me first the urge to have a cigarette or the urge to poop or having they a cigarette they usually go hand in hand as <laughs> I remember a cigarette, cigarette and then crapping my brains out okay folks quick break enjoy the Sunset Grill music fading in gently and slowly here at the Sunset Grill over there. Uh, yeah. I saw that fucking thing. It was a hound door and a poly wagon. I took care of them for you. They're gone. Good. You owe me yeah. $600. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Pokey busters. Sweet. Um, so, uh, there's a, a thing called Koro, which I just looked this up, so I apologize. I don't have my shit together on this, but this is too interesting to drop. But it's um, K-O-R-O. You can look it up on your own. Um, but basically, it's a, it's a culture-specific syndrome delusional disorder in which an individual has an overpowering belief that one's genitalia are retracting and will disappear despite the lack of any true long-standing changes to the genitals. Um, it's also known as shrinking penis, and it's listed in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. This syndrome occurs worldwide, and mass hysteria of genital shrinking anxiety has a history in Africa, Asia, and Europe. Um <laughs> it's known as genital retraction syndrome in the u.s in europe but in other countries it's like they have a mass hysteria and they think that all of their genitals are retracting and they believe that what's behind it is a witch because it's always a witch or does someone put a spell on you to steal your penis and make your pen make their penis bigger by stealing your penis via like a hex oh, or a curse man.
1: i bet that guy that, that- the first body that Blair went to had that yeah nice callback
0: but um, but they uh, <laughs> so uh, among the Chinese Koro is confined to South China and the lower uh, Yangtze Valley A 1992 study of self-report questionnaires suggests that in the epidemic area of China Koro victims are mostly Han male young single poorly educated and fearful of supernatural forces um, so, uh, but the signs and symptoms, most patients report acute anxiety attacks due to perceived genital retraction and or genital shrinking, despite of lack of any objectively visible biological changes in the genitalia. That are a long standing, uh, that means significant time that your penis would have to be shrinking and it doesn't <coughs> appear to ever have this, but they say that it's, it's basically linked to, um, uh, it's a body dysmorphic disorder. So like someone who has... Uh, uh, what uh, like, like a, what's the anorexia or bulimia, for instance, like okay. a, a body issue thing? Um, it's also these people are which is a
1: self conscious,
0: self conscious. My dick is shrinking, but oh, no. But where it gets weird is so then there's this place called um, Benin, and Benin is uh, it is uh, on the west uh, on the west coast of Africa, and in November of two thousand and one, there's an article from the BBC. And the headline is, Benin Alert Over, quote, Penis Theft Panic. And the authorities in Benin have ordered <laughs> – I'll read I'll read a bit of this. The authorities in Benin have ordered security forces to curb violence in the commercial capital, now, following deaths of five people by vigilantes. Uh, there have been reports of at least 10 such attacks on Saturday. Four of those who died were burned. Another man was hacked to death. This is when they actually dump gasoline on the people and burn them right in the middle of the street.
1: That doesn't sound very fun.
0: I've seen videos of it. You can find them on LiveLeak. I suggest you don't watch them. They're terrible. Uh, if you've never seen someone burning to death, it's a really uh, sad thing. Except for that one monk who just sat perfectly still and burned to death. That guy was uh, That's a G. badass man. Hopefully he was just meditated out when he did that. But... Uh, Correspondents say the mobs have attacked individuals accused of using magic to steal men's penises. Uh, the belief that men's private parts can mysteriously disappear through a handshake or an incantation in, is commonplace in Benin, where superstition and illiteracy are rife. Um, so uh, the attacks begin by someone screaming that they have been robbed of their penis. So on the street, someone will scream that they've been robbed of their penis. And I think. What we would do if we saw that would be like yeah, this guy just must be credible. Walk away from that guy, you know. Oh, he's fucked up. Or would maybe give him a dollar, <laughs> something. Just, just walk away from the man. But instead, in Benin, an angry mob would then descend on any passerby deemed to look suspicious, strip them naked, and then douse them in petrol before setting them alight. No one in the crowd would stop to ask to question their actions or ask whether the accused might possess magical powers. He says. Our correspondent adds that there have been some lucky escapes for people. Um... So if you're just if someone yells out, they're taking my penis. If you're the suspicious guy around, if you look at all suspicious, you're probably gonna get gasoline thrown at you with no one asking questions. Cause it's oh a,
1: man, because it's a big deal. So does that mean we have to go there and <laughs> someone's taking my dick?
0: Yeah, I mean if like I'm I'm afraid then like
1: someone would literally die after that.
0: We should start a penis panic at like Tito's and Creed Four and just set the whole thing alight. Like just go to T does and be like everyone at Crooked Floor—they're witches. They're stealing penises.
1: Oh, uh, but then, and but then, see, we don't have any. We don't have anybody who's got the. <laughs> their, <laughs> who's got their, the their
0: balls have been stolen by the Crooked Floor. Apparently, their balls are fine at this point. This is all dick. Um, but uh, that, no, I know we need at least one person whose dick gets stolen first, like a real one. But yeah, I find that crazy <laughs> that uh, penic panis Penis panic. Why don't we? That should be a ban. Penis panic. Uh,
1: Widespread penis panic.
0: Wow, and I'm looking at this page right now, there's so many penis panic stories. It's it's nuts.
1: Okay, so this is the type of thing where someone literally on Wednesday looks at their dick and says, okay. And on Thursday looks at their dick and says, oh shit, it's smaller. Obviously a witch is trying to steal my dick.
0: Right, forget temperature fluctuations, forget... Blood pressure. Forget anything. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's witch. a witch. That's the first. That's
1: your first call. It's
0: got to be a witch. Like it, there's no other. It's very Monty Python. Uh, see, wood floats. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I mean, that whole thing. Uh, it's a witch, but it, yeah.
1: Okay. See, so, this is what's wrong with the
0: world. This that so we got. We need more penis awareness. John Wayne died. It says they. <laughs> They don't know the, the beginning of the word Koro or where it came from. They have some guesses, but it may be derived from a Malaysian term, Kura, which means head of the turtle, because your dick is shrinking like the head yeah, of the like turtle like shrinking away. The
1: turtle is it's, it's retracting.
0: It's retracting. So, yeah, if you want to get someone killed and you're in, bring your, bring a guy, find someone you don't like.
1: What if it's an adolescent who hasn't figured out that he's a grower, not a shower yet, and it's just like every other day he's getting somebody burned? Who can know? <laughs> so he's like the greatest serial killer I've ever yeah. just thought somebody was trying, trying to steal his dick. Like, say I have someone
0: I don't <laughs> like and they don't know that I don't like them, and I go, come on, man, let's go to Benin and uh, w- in Western Africa. Let's go here. And he's like, why? And I'm like, don't worry, I'm paying for everything. And then I just bring him there to the street and I'm like, this man took my penis. And then I just walk away, you know?
1: And then he's, you know, the, the rest is history. Yeah. Up in flames. And who can
0: blame me? I'd be like, it was a joke. It's not like saying bomb. It is like saying bomb in an airport. If you say my penis shrunk in that town, someone dies. Like, you can't go around willy nilly saying anything about penises <laughs> without the risk of someone being on That's, fire in the next few minutes.
1: Dude, okay, so there are, how many how many deaths a year to, to this?
0: Uh, I don't know. I mean, that one was from, what, 2001, but I mean... You, they, oh, wow. They so have it, is. it's, yeah, but it used to be a big, it's, apparently it keeps coming in waves, like it'll
1: so happen... like, so like pogs? What? So it didn't, didn't last for just a little bit and then go away and then a little bit and go away? I want pogs to come back. Well, records yep. are here, so that means that Pogs are, what, 15 years out?
0: Yeah. Hope you kept your Pogs, folks. It's going to come up. Yep. I've actually suggested to Rockin' Hard before, like, why not do a Pog tournament? I know it's ridiculous, but, like, you could get some Pogs really cheap. All you need is a table, and you have a tournament, people drinking, playing Pogs. it be kind of fun.
1: There would be so many people that would show up for that. So many our age. Play 90s music all night. Yep. Have a Pog tournament. Get wasted. God, that would be great. On, <laughs> on MDs.
0: Yeah, have a real <laughs> prize and everything. Have judges pay attention, because I did Pog tournaments before.
1: How does that How does that work? Is it Is it literally just, how do you do stacks? Like, do you do...
0: you? It, from what I remember, it was like, you, you can bring any slammer you want. These are the rules for this one. Any slammer you wanted to, including those ridiculous metal slammers, which weren't really... I
1: had one. I had, like, a saw blade. They're ridiculous. just
0: good for just smashing everything around or whatever, but the, but the finesse of Pogs... Is that you want to just a perfect hit where it flips the stack completely and everything's still in order and you're just one and done? Yeah, you're not trying to ha- like knock it all down and smash everything up. Um, so they allowed every slammer, and then you, they give you like five pogs and five pogs, and then you, someone you do best out of three. But the the problem with that was is that I forget how they figure out who went first because that's a major deal, obviously. Oh yeah. Um, if you go first, you might win in one swipe. Or is it
1: like everybody does a slam and whoever has the most? I think they did in something the like that
0: to regulate.
1: It's been so fucking long since I've fucked around with that shit. I was but... in
0: two tournaments, and the I won the first one outright, and then they had a second one that I made it to, the last two. These are pretty big tournaments, too. This is at Serve City at Myrtle Square Mall, and it was like shitloads of people in the in the whatever, uh, what do you call it, food court. Oh, yeah. And uh, you know we're all just going to town on this fucking pog thing. And uh, Max Dooley, uh, I don't know if you know that person, but he was, and I'm glad to get this out or whatever, I confronted him about this not too long ago. It's all water under the bridge, but I want to have this Pog tournament because I want to challenge Max Dooley again. Because <laughs> what happened was, <laughs> this is what happened. And he cops to this. Closure. He cops to this. So I went and got to the final two of this next one. And I just, I mean, I'm just very good at Pogs. I never paid for a Pog. This is like one of my only bragging things, so I'll just fucking go ahead and brag. I'm good at Pogs. <laughs> so, so I... Because it started out, I went to a school dance, and this girl gave me a free slammer. And I used that slammer for the rest of my existence at Pog World. And someone gave me what like... What grade? This would have been like seventh grade. Sock
1: hop? Did she ask you? Sadie Hawkins?
0: No, this was... Oh, I man. went alone to those things, and I just played Pogs in the corner. You know, I didn't dance or anything like that. I was just, I never danced. <laughs> but um anyway, yeah. so, uh, so I played Pogs to hide from everyone. It was just like a social event. But this girl gave me a couple gave me a slammer gave me a couple pogs and I won a massive amount of pogs over time I'd play for keeps with people and I acquired a shitload of pogs I think I only bought maybe a couple packs of pogs if I could bother my parents into buying them but they would thought it was so stupid but anyways <laughs> then, and I won a shitload too at the tournament the first time and then the second one even for second place I won a shitload and uh anyway so get down to the final two it's me and Max Dooley this judge is supposed to be paying attention I had a, it was, it was my go it was my turn I hit it this is like supposed to be our last match I hit it I flipped the pogs over. Um and I nail it and flip over the entire stack. I've now won the turn of it. Well, the judge goes, oh, I didn't see that. Uh, I, I missed that. Uh, what happened? And uh, I go, yeah, I flipped all the things or whatever. And Max Dooley was basically like, yeah, I don't know what happened. But he knows. So he, he lied. Knows. He lied. So then they gave me another shot and I kind of fucked it up. And then Max Dooley ended up beating me. And I was like, I've been carrying this grudge. Eyes to kick her. For years. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Fucked, and it was total, I think it was collusion on their behalf. I don't know what was going on. But how does the judge not see it? We're in the last match. So yeah, I'm holding on to this for years. And finally I see Max Dooley at Rockin' Hard a couple months ago. And I was like, you fucking cheated me, man. You fucking <laughs> cheated me on that pod <laughs> tournament. Admit to it. And he was like, yeah, I did. And whatever. And uh, Chris, the bartender there, like confronted him too. And was like, did you actually do that with the pods? He's like, yeah. He didn't care. I don't care either. I mean, whatever. He was tricky. He was smart about it. <laughs> you know, I mean, what can you do? Like, I don't know. He got to around all these years. Hogs died right away anyway, so it was like, you know. A dozen yeah, but
1: what fucking... if you would have won, maybe? What if you would have won? It was if like, would Hogs 100... would not have died. <laughs> yeah, maybe what I would have saved Hogs. Like, that would have been the You could have saved Pogs. Hogs yeah maybe the,
0: I was so proud of it. I would have started like a nonprofit to give children pogs around the world to like increase and the pogs had like information and statistics on them to increase learning and reading and it bro, would be like, let's that's what we do To spread the pogs spread information on pogs
1: let's do that now.
0: let's go ahead and get the domain name. I think it should be pog to pogtaganda. by the it's, time
1: you fucking idiots hear this shit it's already done. don't even try it. It's like a podcast. Why don't we call this the podcast <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll,
0: we'll only discuss pogs, and and the pogs <laughs> themselves. We'll we'll start marketing them with like interesting things. Quotes. Sunset from, grill pogs. Yeah. Why don't we? And we'll put like Gandhi quotes on the pogs. We'll put like information like. sunsets. different sets. Did you know know that you're going to give yourself a gluten allergy if you just eat bread your whole life, let these kids know? And then if they're in foreign countries, they're like, what's bread? I'm starving. Can we eat pogs? But (laughs) but you
1: know what would be different is if you did make them to where they'd be edible. You know how they make the edible silverware? Right.
0: That's interesting.
1: Like, out of the seaweed yeah. Uh, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. shit, that's the same thing that pogs are made out of. You think of the consistency?
0: Play with your food. It reminds me, you'd be closer to... Um, Dude, th- I'm we have all this document. Those Christ wafers that you get at Catholic Church. Yep. You'd be closer to that. Why don't I just start flipping those? Flipping the body of Christ? The, no. <laughs> <We> don't <laughs> no. don't the body of
1: Christ. <laughs> the body uh, of Christ is not for
0: flipping. Are you guys playing pogs with the Christ wafers? What do you call those? Communion wafers? Communion... Chips, uh, wafers, wafers. Uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and take a quick break again, and I'm gonna go have a cigarette, and then I'll cover the really quickly like I did last time the Japanese thing just to have like a chunk of meat there. Like, oh, here's something you didn't know. An overview. An overview of this guy because I think people would be interested. Like, so far I th- I like stuff that like oh I've never heard of that shit. You know what I mean? But I also like the like banter of like just us kicking around. Yeah. fucking soccer ball. I like both of it, but I want it like to both to exist in this world. Indeed. So, cigarette time. Quick cigarette, and then I'll gloss over this guy. All right, welcome back to the Sunset Grill. I just took a cigarette break, and I know I shouldn't smoke. Sorry lose their spirits mom uh who's not listening to this but uh maybe she is <laughs> hey mom um so this dude uh sue so, so we hear a lot about um i Amer- we know a lot about american serial killers and part of this show is we want to get into serial killers and uh we hear a lot about these people and we we all are pretty i'm assuming most of our listeners know a little bit about jeffrey Dahmer, a little bit gacy manson everything else i mean yes these names are kicked around, which, by the way, we're going to do a Shawcross episode eventually. But, but this this is in Japan, which is weird because I don't we don't hear a lot of other country serial killers. There's some good shows about British serial killers, for instance. There's a lot of them, actually. Um, but this is uh, a guy. His name was uh, Tsutomu uh, Miyazaki, and I apologize if I hmm. said his name incorrectly because...
1: It sounded pretty accurate.
0: It's Japanese, and I did live in Japan temporarily but learned nothing of the language. Not my fault. I blame the Japanese for that. <laughs> um, well, they just, they all they want to do is use you for learning English. They don't want to talk to you in Japanese. They want to practice their English on you all the time. So I could never practice Japanese. It was just them constantly practicing their English with you, which was cool because they were really good guys and they took care of us. But, um, <clears throat> this guy, uh, basically he, his hands, <laughs> so this is, this is how, this is how you make a serial killer. So he was born. Um, and he's, they found out later after he got arrested, but I'll just tell you in the beginning that his birth origin is that his father fucked his his sister, which would be his, I'm sorry, his father fucked his own daughter, which would be this serial killer's sister. And then this serial killer's sister gave birth to this serial killer. So already you're you're starting there. And so then he was born, because he was incest, was born with his wrists fused and gnarled, like his hands were gnarled, and he couldn't, in order to, he couldn't turn his wrists. So if you wanted to do something right now, and I... Listeners, I ask you at home to do to do something with your arms, like try to drink or try to just be normal. But you, the rule is you can't move your wrists, and they're kind of gnarled. So we're and both so, T Rex so right now. You have to <laughs> just just, so you can see you're this. moving all arm, you're, you're moving all elbow, shoulder. You can't move mm-hmm. the wrists. So he went to school and everyone made fun of him. All right, step two of making a joke: he just made fun of constantly. Then everyone in his family didn't want anything to do with him except for his grandfather, and then his grandfather died. And I'll quote uh, our friend uh, Mr. Miyazaki, when he said that um, he ate some of, and I wish Blair was here for this, because he ate some of his grandfather's ashes um, because he wanted to retain something of his grandfather. So he ate some of the ashes. I don't
1: think that's how it works. I think that he would not retain that maybe for a day Reed or so. Richards,
0: by the way, you've heard that, right? That he snorted some of his father's ashes? Yes. That's a classic story, which I think he does not deny. But anyway, so he ate his grandfather's ashes, and then he, uh, bring it right back, He, and this is a quote, according to a high school classmate, Miyazaki suffered from an inferiority complex due to the size of his penis and would not interact with older women. He would attend college tennis matches for the sole purpose of photographing the players and would subsequently use them to masturbate. And then uh, this, is, this is this weird part of this Wikipedia article <laughs> that I have to say, like, this just stands out as a single sentence It's just left alone. But the, the sentence is, in 1984, at the age of 21, Miyazaki began to watch child pornography, comma, which was legal in Japan at that time. Wow. So 1984, child pornography was legal in Japan. Just as a uh, something you might not know out there, uh, nineteen eighty four, the pedos were run amok in Japan. R T I like.
1: L on Reddit.
0: So what's funny is it's not funny, but this guy he eventually becomes he becomes called the otaku murderer, which is basically otaku uh, is a very derogatory term in Japanese culture. It means that you're very into computers, you're very into manga, um, you're very into that, like you're just a very you're kind of a recluse, yes. right? So what happened was in the media, it became like this big backlash against otaku. Like anyone that was like, oh man, this guy like reads all these comic books and he's collecting Pikachu's or whatever the fuck it would be. They like, the media went crazy, like like slamming people like that. And it became like a, almost if you knew someone like that, you were worried about him. That's how, that's how far this got. But I just want to step back and say, weren't
1: they concerned about the child pornography? I feel like that would have been. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm I'm not, I'm not responding to you because I'm trying to figure out like.
0: Yeah. So, back to Mr. (laughs) uh, Miyazaki. So, Miyazaki, he's now, you know, he's doing a bunch of weird shit, looking at child pornography. He's already eaten some of his grandfather and whatever. So, um, he ends up, of course, during the day, he was, by all accounts, a mild-mannered individual. But he would go and kidnap, basically kidnapped a four-year-old girl first. Whatever, murder her. We don't have to get into all the things. But, of course, he did terrible things. Murder, and then uh, necrophilia, etc. Stole her clothes. Left her there, started worrying that she was decomposing too fast. Went back to her body and stole her hands and feet, which he kept in her in his closet. Um, to that is so fucking. To weird. to munch on, basically. Like it was. I mean, I hate to be sorry. This is Sunset Girl podcast, folks. I'm just saying. He drank the blood out of the hands and feet. He would chew on the hands and feet
1: before she decomposed too much. Right.
0: And so then the creepiest part. So he ended wow. up he ended up doing this with um. Four different young girls, and uh I mean, it was four, five, five years old, whatever. He did it with four. The creepiest part about him, though, is that he would send the way he got off after he did this was to call the families of the victims and call them, and then just stay on the phone and like listen to them, not knowing who was calling. He would do this all the time. He would call, and in fact, one time I like recorded that he called and let the phone ring for 20 minutes and the people were too terrified to pick up. I mean, your daughter had just been missing and killed and then he would just call you, whatever, and just let the phone ring for 20 fucking minutes. And I guess Japan's not up on some... I mean, this is the '80s or whatever, but like, yeah, not really tracking. Yeah, like uh, (laughs) who's calling, and which is odd
1: because they're usually way ahead of us on things like that.
0: And it's weird too to even think that like a phone could ring for 20 minutes. I don't think there's anyone here who knows that like that could happen. Like you could call someone and it would ring for 20 minutes. Not in this day and age. No,
1: back in the day though,
0: (laughs) you could just as long as whoever would last the longest, you know, and the people would just sit there in their house and listen to their fucking phone ring for 20 minutes, knowing that when they pick it up, it's just dead silence and there's. Whatever, but they're so terrified they don't want to pick it up. It's insane. And now you could just pick it up and drop it, but he would just call back. So that's one thing. And then he would write them postcards that would he take clippings out of magazines, your standard serial killer bullshit. And like one of them, for instance, said uh, Mari, which is the name of the daughter, cremated bones, investigate proof. That's all he sent in a postcard to the family, so they know Jesus. Um, and and specifically he sent this note. Um, when he sent he he charred. This is one girl, Mari. He charred her remaining bones in a furnace, ground them into powder, and sent them to her family in a box along with several of her teeth, photos of her clothes, and a postcard which read, "Again, Mars."
1: That's fucking gruesome. Marv. So this Cremat is after second-generation inter- incest.
0: Yeah, and then uh, and then he killed another one, um, threw her in her trunk. He disposed of the girl's clothes in a wooded area. Left the body in the adjoining parking lot, and then he sent a postcard to her family, assembled using words cut out of magazines, said, Erica, cold, cough, throat, rest, death, because uh, I believe he choked her to death. And then uh, he, anyway, t- pictures of all these people and everything like that, and uh, he, this is what got me, was that he kept the hands from which he drank blood and ate part of them. Fearing that police would find the corpse, he returned to the cemetery in the hills two weeks later and carried the remains back to his apartment where he hid them in his closet. That's his fourth killing. God. He took the entire body and hid him in his closet. And I've, man, I'm just saying this This Wikipedia, it's kind of hard to find, but it's a Wikipedia article and it's huge and it's got all this information, but I don't want to bore you with that, so I'll just get right to the most terrible parts. Uh, oh, I'm man. telling you, this is Sunset Girls getting really dark right now. <laughs> Hold on, folks.
1: It's making its own gravy.
0: So this is how he gets caught. It's July 23rd, 1989. A Miyazaki attempted to insert a zoom lens from a camera into the vagina of a schoolgirl in a park near her home and was confronted by the girl's father. He f- he's naked for whatever reason. He flees naked on foot. He returns later to get his Toyota. Uh, I just love that Toyota's mentioned so many times in this article. Like, it's like the worst <laughs> like, sponsored advertisement for Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry. I feel like this is set up by, like, Mitsubishi or something to just ruin the, the Japanese sales of Toyotas. But uh, <laughs> he, uh, he had, a, apparently, he, he had a two-room bungalow, and he had produced 5,763 videotapes. Uh, oh no! I'm sorry. A search produced 5,763 videotapes, which had some slasher films and utako. Uh, I mean, utako type whatever manga stuff like that. And so that's why, because this guy had been hoarding all this media, they were like, slasher films is what did this, manga is what did this. You know, being They're on your computer too long,
1: not him being in or the
0: child pornography. <laughs> like I'm saying, like if you had that, like of all those things, the media goes into a panic over manga. Like oh, we gotta
1: we gotta stop these guys with this manga, and um. Exactly, like, steal all you want, but don't suck a dick.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But and then uh, he goes... So he gets caught uh, by the police because he comes back to get his Toyota, and he's naked, I guess, or after he clothed himself, I guess, but came back to get his car. Um, they search the place, they find the horror films, they find everything, and then uh, they called him the otaku murderer, and it caused a moral panic against otaku, accused anime and horror films of making him a murderer. So basically... Um, sorry I was trying to catch up on the thing oh so anyway so then he goes to trial and the entire time he keeps uh, saying it wasn't me it was Ratman Ratman did it like I it wasn't me it was Ratman which apparently is like his alter ego Ratman and he just sits there the entire trial calms a fucking cucumber drawing pictures cartoon pictures of Ratman <laughs> so, so <laughs> that's all he does the entire trial he's just like they go working, you work and you got some notes over there and he's like oh no I drew a new Ratman that's my new Ratman yeah, just picture doodles. <laughs> yeah Patrick uh,
1: Bateman shit.
0: He said it was his alter ego who he claimed his alter ego, Ratman, forced him to kill. And, uh, anyway, he gets the book thrown at him. I think he gets hung eventually. I'm pretty sure. But, what's crazy is that he, that story, which seems so like, oh my god, like what, that guy is just a terrible piece of shit. He becomes, like, a poster boy for other murderers. Like, there are other murderers who, like, and I've got two of them right here, Mamoru Takuma and, uh, and uh, Kairo Kabayashi, which both...
1: Cited him, basically. Cited him, like, I wanted to be him.
0: Wow. Like, he went and stabbed a bunch of fucking people, and he was like, I'm, I'm that guy, you know, whatever. Um, Ratman made me do it. Yeah. Basically? Yeah, and and, and yeah, Ratman continues, I guess. It kind of reminds me of Twin Peaks, you know, like, Bob continues, like, whatever. But the kairo guy uh, specifically said, um, oh, this guy, like, specifically took teeth. Oh, the, the one thing in common between all these three murderers Is that they all did the uh, check in with the family type thing, like harass the family after you murder them?
1: All three of them did that.
0: Yeah, and this one, um, this one Kobayashi sent an email. This is a different murder, Kobayashi, which you can look into uh, if you get on this rabbit hole. But he sent an email from this girl's cell phone that he killed, saying, "I'll take her baby sister next." Sent like an sent like an email from the phone to the to the to her mother, saying, "I'll take her baby sister." next. And that's how
1: they found him with the phone.
0: no like for for whatever reason they didn't have that they either didn't have that or they're not using that type of technology this would have been 2004 which strikes me as nuts like if you got a message from her phone in 2004 you think they would have triangulated but then again tokyo is so dense with population that
1: it will be so much that it would be hard how how do we pin down where that
0: phone is there's you know it's cell phone towers and whatever else are still going to catch a billion people in a square mile or some shit like it's it's so dense so I guess they couldn't really do that, but yeah, like he, uh, they, all three of these guys, like have a history of bragging about it, and not only bragging about it, but harassing the families after they did the deed for whatever reason. Apparently, they just get off on that too, which seems like a very um, Japanese phenomenon, I guess maybe, or or different than American serial killers. Zodiac, of course, like would yeah, post to papers, like but there's not a lot of like braggarts are like, let's go harass the families yeah, because very, I guess you'd get caught.
1: Yeah, it's not braggadocious. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's got to be a Japanese thing. Americans aren't very, like, they'd be fucking too, too afraid to get caught.
0: Right, everything you do is evidence, potentially. Yeah. Okay, wait, so you so Kobayashi had sent the victim's photograph from his cellular phone to his own. His use of the victim's phone helped speed his arrest because the local cell phone towers logged the messages sent from the phone. So there you go. Hmm. Um, what year was that, did you was say? He paperboy, an old man paperboy. This was 2004. The one I told you earlier was, like, 80s. But this guy literally says, the first guy that I told you was Satsutomo Miyazaki. This guy is uh, Kero uh, uh, Kobayashi. And Kero Kobayashi's quote when, he, when the trial started was, I want to be sentenced to death as quickly as possible and leave a legacy among the public as the next Cesaro Miyazaki. Like he said, like, oh, I shit. want to be that guy. rat Ratman. <laughs>
1: Yeah, rat it. man made me do
0: it <laughs> and so and miyazaki states in return apparently miyazaki was still alive at this point and states in return i won't allow himself to call himself the second seo miyazaki when he hasn't even undergone a psychiatric examination like this guy's like no man so
1: he's not he's not uh, you keep keep, yeah. keep, killing but yeah but, like do your thing but i'm my own
0: thing you can't be the next one we don't even know if you're like that young yet. pilgrim <laughs> yeah so <laughs> uh, he even uh showed off a photograph of of the dead girl, and everyone knew this girl was dead in the air. he showed a photograph to a waitress and customers in a local bar and claimed he got the photograph from a website. But he was like, look, this. But he had a photograph of the girl and told everyone, no, it's from a website. Because he was just that braggadocious, like you said, like just that
1: oh, no. brazen. What his website just showed me. Yeah, like, oh, like if
0: you, there was like a dead girl in town, which we know a couple of them, but we won't bring them up yet, but if I had a picture of her <laughs> you hadn't seen before, and you're like, we should get that picture, man. I'm like, oh, I got that from a website. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, he's getting like, he's you, getting you, off on the bragging.
1: Like, he loves it. He loves that he's gotten away with it. You know what I mean? Like, and he. Well, that's also a common thread between serial killers, but, the, but I, that is definitely a Japanese yeah. take on it. American serial killers will like maybe just follow closely the... Like you always, usually in a search party, the person who is responsible is generally in it. Right, right. Return to the scene of the crime. Yeah, kind of like always. Just to make sure that you know, you've had a reason to be there, so that if any evidence is found, right, that you've had a reason to be there. You know, yep, that's
0: creepy. But anyway, I just, I now I'm kind of, I'm looking at these Japanese serial killers. So then the last bit, of course, is uh, the otaku. Uh, so the first guy became known as the otaku murderer Miyazaki, and then this guy, as they, they were trying to profile him. Journalists and their own type of FBI or whatever trying to profile yeah. who this killer might be years later. Yeah. And they were like, he's going to be into otaku. And they said uh, they suspected that Kobayashi's crime was committed by a member of the figurine collector subculture. That's how they had this guy narrowed down. They are like, I bet he collects figurines. That's who this guy's going to be. He's killing young girls. Steve Carrell. Whatever, he's collecting figurines. Uh, and then although Kobayashi was not an otaku and did not even own any figurines, the degree of social hostility against otaku seemed to increase for a while, as suggested by increasing targeting of otaku by law enforcement as possible suspects for sex crimes. So, like, anyone who was into this culture now was just so like, fuck nerds all, are fuck fucked nerds. right there.
1: Exactly. Jesus. Imagine how shitty it was for the ones who were just really just just, <laughs> yeah, just, just a typical nerd and well, like, fuck, what's going and, on In
0: Japan particularly, like, there's report after report after report about how the population's dying off and how basically um, that women aren't interested in sexual partners or relationships anymore like they're more like we just want to be go-getters and like we don't care about we don't need a man you know like other shit and then the guys are like yeah i'm too busy to give a fuck about a relationship right now it's a lot of work
1: somewhat universal
0: so yeah so that but it's especially affecting japan so like this subculture kind of exists because people just don't do what we do here in america like go out meet somebody date somebody tinder whatever the fuck like they just go home alone and when you go home alone you want a lot of fucking entertainment so they're just like very interested in what they're very interested in And they go all in because I'll collect figurines. I'll do this. That's my world. And that's the way they live. So a lot of these guys get, like you said, just getting fucking outwardly
1: like harassed because it's just like, and all they want to do is play with their mind. Like there's like, just
0: imagine like two dressed in black FBI agents standing outside of your comic book store and they're like, what you got in that bag, man? I was like just some magic cards. I'm like keeping an eye on you. Like, yeah, man. It's just like magic cards. Yeah, right. Man. You're thought, on a never, list. Never thought
1: that that crew would get street cred.
0: Yeah, you're on a list. But the one string between these three, these three <laughs> guys is they're all fucking pedophiles. They're all pedophiles. Then you got the pedophilia thing going on. Like it's just should be a huge backlash against pedophilia. But from what
1: I'm understanding, that was like the last thing to go.
0: Yeah, what I want to say is the last it's thing to go. Ridiculous. Get the nerds first, yeah, and then we'll work. we'll work on this pedophilia thing because yes, exactly. I think
1: that there's a lot of. I am. There's definitely the banana in the knife gun banana <laughs> thing,
0: right? But I don't know what that's a reference to. The banana and the knife gun.
1: You know, like when somebody's chasing you and there's a knife, a gun, and a banana. Oh, I've that. That's totally grabbing the banana every <laughs> okay. time All in right. that situation. A great, that's a great metaphor. <laughs> uh, but yeah, because like I know like
0: Matt Parsons lived at. When we lived in Tokyo, he lived with a family. We all lived individually. He lived with a, a major he's been coming up a lot lately. Yeah, he's always going. But he lived with a major guy from Fujifilm, of course. I mean, like anything, I love that. Like I could just name something. Like, he worked for Toyota. He worked yeah. for Mitsubishi. Like any for Mitsubishi. Yeah. He worked for uh, Hello Kitty. <laughs> um so so he worked for uh fuji film and he like matt was like i think this guy's a fucking pedo like and i was like well what's going on he's like well he's, he's got a daughter she's really afraid of him he's like and then we, we had a birthday party and he like put this girl in his lap and we just holding this little girl in his lap and he goes i got fucking uncomfortable like i had to fucking leave the house that night and he actually jumped a train matt jumped a train to come all the way to us which is quite a fucking distance to get away from this guy like on multiple nights like he could not stand it he said his wife was like amazing host Made great food. Like he keeps bragging about the homemade Japanese food he was eating, and I was eating like ramen from a box. So I was like, "Bah, fuck you." But <laughs> but he was just like, "Yeah, like that fucking guy. I gotta get away from him. He's fucking. He's a he's a perv. So I don't know if like pedophilia runs rampant in Japan or not. I know that a lot of your Japanese animation stuff, everyone looks ambiguously aged. I mean, yeah. there's a huge thing about panty theft in Japan, which is not pedophilia but just strange. It's just I'm very interested in like these different cultures and like what. What are your perversions as a culture? You know what I mean? Yeah. But the pedophilia thing seems to be like a very... Like, it might be a fucking problem in Japan when I see that in 1984, child pornography was Was, not illegal.
1: That's just unheard
0: of. Like, it's very strange. Um, And just something... I just don't know... I don't know what they're thinking...
1: What's that? Billion serial killers? <laughs> did nobody? Did nobody from the rest of the world like call them out on that? For I guess being not. There? They were like, like, "Sorry about the
0: atomic bomb. You can have pedof- You can have pedophile stuff. Like, we're sorry about that. We're sorry about that bomb." Wonder, like, if, can, that's, wonder if that's wonder be- if that's
1: true though. Wonder if after Fuck, we did that, yes. we just felt like we needed to be aggressively uninvolved.
0: We tried to make them. What we did was we went in there and we made them like they are. Rebuilt their government, basically. Rebuilt their government and made them a completely capitalistic society under our thumb. And just go ahead and you guys—you got a lot of people here. Start making tech, and start making our TVs, and start making this, start making that, and make good shit. Because that's
1: what we're into at that point in our yeah yeah we start life tech gets bigger country. and bigger,
0: and that's how they make money. Yeah. And I mean, it's just you know they they definitely had a huge influence with uh, with tech and stuff like that. But man, it's like but but meanwhile we're just gonna like turn away from this child pornography thing. Sorry about that, <laughs> banana. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's the slow burn, Japan. We let you guys yeah. have child pornography for too long. Nobody policed you. That's what you that's get. worse than the radiation that's left over from fucking Nagasaki and Hiroshima. You got serial killers that are gonna be coming out of the woodwork for the rest of your lives. I'm that's, sorry.
1: This is the, what bothers me is the whole going back to the whole incest thing creating a mind like that. Mm-hmm. With that many people around, how do you choose oh my daughter's here? Right. like, like with that many other options. I don't know. That's the whole why thing? is that You're... the in the she's game,
0: at your house, she's available. I don't know. I mean, there was a guy I've heard before that that incest becomes uh, justified because you, if okay, if your family is very important to you, and then you are the bread earner for that family. This is a this is a psychological slippery slope that sometimes yeah. people that are prone to incest run into. You're the bread earner for your family. Your family kind of owes you for that, and you kind of own them in a sense. And obviously, yeah. they're a bit sociopathic if they think this way but then they just go like well she's going to have sexual experiences anyway i should be the one to show her how the world works you know what i mean this is the mentality
1: that is um way creepy
0: have you seen the guy that put his daughter in a basement for 20 for 8000 days 8000 days she was in a basement and she had like seven kids and they just kept taking them and putting them on the doorstep of the neighbor <laughs> like i'm sorry it's really funny but it's not funny but basically like what? Where was would,
1: it, what what what, what I, state was I this i can't remember
0: if it's russia or poland but it's something it's okay, somewhere so it's over, there. over there um eastern european i believe but so then they then they uh, uh this guy like built a built a basement and then locked his daughter in it and then kept raping her While the wife lived in the house and everything else no one knows what's going on in the basement he she keeps giving birth to children down there and so he takes the child and he goes like he goes to his neighbors and he goes you guys are a good family like I can't take care of another child. Someone put this baby on my doorstep and the neighbors are like, Jesus, okay, we'll take it and they adopted him. He did that to his neighbors like three times and they took all the kids and finally the wife goes, we should have probably thought something's weird about why all these babies keep getting dropped off your doorstep. I'm like,
1: what the fuck? What do you, what are, how do you not? How do you, okay. Like if
0: you all of a sudden come to me tomorrow and say, I got this baby, man. I got dropped on my doorstep. Can you take There's it? There's a I'm lot like, of questions there. I'll take your first baby. There's a lot I'm of questions. i your once. Fool me once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so <laughs> fucked
0: up. Oh, shit. All right. Well, that's a different story for a different day. Yeah, but 100%. Look into the Otaku Killer Folks. O T A K U. It's a very interesting story. There's at least four of them, and all revolves around Ratman.
1: As the clock strikes midnight.
0: Yeah, as the clock strikes midnight, we got to go.
1: Um, And uh, I would, I've been thinking about this the entire time. I want to. Now, say for uh, you hear if you hear random hissing or the age of our equipment here showing, just know that it has been very loyal for a very long time. <laughs> and so we're, working, we are, we're working on it, we're working on it. Just needs a it. new fan, yeah. We're, we're half there, we're we're uh, we've got new new things here for this week. We'll have new things next week. Um, we'll yeah, also keep, have- keep listening
0: to our bullshit rantings, folk. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. If you go on a road trip, fucking turn this shit on and tune the fuck out.
1: At least you'll be able to have weird conversations with whoever's around Mm -hmm. you. We don't know what's going to make the cut on this one, but... uh,
0: But hopefully the whole pedophilia rant. That's what people want to hear. The whole
1: pedophilia (laughs) rant, and uh, I'm definitely going to stick in the fact that I think Joel Osteen is probably part of that.
0: Um, Uh, Yep. uh,
1: Joel Podesta.
0: Osteen. Joel Joel Podesta. Joel Pedolstein.
1: Joel Pedolstein Pizza Hut. Uh, pizza hate. Pizza hate. Pizza, pizza hate. Don't be a pizza hating. Don't be pizza hating folks. <laughs> Keep it Don't
0: be a pizza hater. And uh, just stay good out there. It's good to. Uh, uh, oh, also please go to uh, iTunes and subscribe if you you have an app on your yes on your phone as Kelsey pointed out to me where you can easily go right to podcasts and subscribe and it's called podcasts. If you deleted it from your phone, it, it downloads in two seconds from your app store they'll never let you let go of it you click that you look up sunset grill you follow us and you'll get all of these episodes delivered to you in a little nice and tidy package every time we do one so you never have to worry about finding us again indeed so go there do that thank you to uh adam for some gear and thank you to smitty for helping with production and thank you kelsey for producing everything and thank you to me for just hanging out and being cool
1: Stay cool. Hell yeah, stay cool. Get in the international with the serial killers. We gotta go up. I gotta go drink now. And as always, don't look behind you. There's something there. There's something there. <laughs> Just hope
0: it isn't the Otaku killer. <laughs> oh
1: goodness, not the child. Not either. if you're a kid.
0: No kids should listen to this. Don't listen give to us money. Bullshit. Give us all your money. See? What are you, fucking Joel I'm Joel Osteen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done my sermon. Now give me my dough.